This meeting is being recorded. Oh, yeah, that's a good DP. Hey, Grotto. Uh, Threes is indisposed. He will not be able to join us today. And um, Luch is here. Crouton's here. Um, Luch is dealing with some stuff uh, outside of the Grotto, so he might be in and out. But glad to have you both here. Right. It's like the old days. Just the three of us. Just the three of us. Yeah, uh, in and out. The grotto is really big on the whole in and out. So you know, I hope I live up to that. It sounds but like yeah, a Boston uh, Powers classic, joke. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a, uh, I'm gonna make a prediction. No two hour pod today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. we're gonna try to keep it uh, about an hour. We know we've been killing you guys with those two hour long pods. I hope they've been uh, entertaining. I mean, a lot to say, but it is always, especially like you know, we've talked about that before. Like consistency is key on schedule and things even on timing, a little leeway. But, I mean, like, there's been a lot going on. Like, uh, you know, we'll make it up with some shitty 45-minute ones in a few months when nothing's dropping. So, like, you'll get the time back. Just Oh, yeah, all-star break, quick hits. It's going to be great. Man, you are assuming. Do you know how quick threes would jump on you if you just said that? And be like, I don't know, Kitch. Maybe you don't know what's coming up. It's true. Uh, he, he did say that uh, something, he teased something with, with our good friend, the uh, GM of the second place X's. Dude, him and Matches sound like they got something cooking. Right. Uh, so, you know, I don't, I don't know what that is, but could be, you know, we, we might be busier than we think. So, you know, calling them second place has got to hurt a little bit because in week four, we finally saw the X's fall and drop down a slot. So, back down to earth a little bit. Well, and, you know, for perspective, I'd love to be in second place. Yes. So, you know, um, I, NFT. I certainly account. don't say that. Yeah. That's definitely not said with any sort of impunity because, uh, yeah. I think by my count, we're in dead last. So, yep. I, I, these are unofficial numbers, but yes. we are pretty officially, in, pretty officially in last place. So, that would be uh, the second time threes would slap Kitch's hand in like a minute. I don't know if we had final results, Kitch. Like, I'm just going to try to fill in on the. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I, I am pretty sure that that, uh, you know, while it is not official, we are officially not in second place, even when all of the dust settles here. I feel I feel pretty confident asserting that. Uh, yeah, I mean, the way stuff set up, though, man, like all it takes is like a good second half. Like, you know, that's a, that's a big carrot that I think, you know, like. Whatever it's going to take for, what is it, a guaranteed 22, man, it would be nice to either get a second one of those or to not have to bite off your own arm to get whatever it is. Because, like, it's going to hurt. And whichever teams pull the two half, you know, buys or automatic hits on those, fuck, that's an enviable position. So, like, like I I don't think it's, you know, a terrible thing to be like, okay, what do we do this first half? How close were they? Like, like if you look at this week, we hit five extra over our thing. You didn't hit. You hit under five, and it was like that perfect, like, I, you know, like that that swing went both ways, and it easily could have been the right there on the one or two. And it's so weird how that works because, like, I know game one, I was I was pretty happy for you on the holder draw crouton, like just because it's like. Yeah, those the are the items it went he was well. buying. 
like it well it was like it was it was nice to see one of those things where like a plan paid off and even if that wasn't your original plan right like you knew they had value you knew they were undervalued and it was just like cool to see those line up and i was like yeah. okay this is gonna be pretty on like well uh, you know it, i did hit a lot of holders but you know statistically i was actually quite light i was supposed to get 10 and a half holders in each of those games came really seven seven and four so no so despite the fact that that was a lot and you're absolutely correct it still was technically ran ran cold so yeah and that's just that's your five i mean that's six and a half or whatever like that's that's that difference you know and we you know blessed on a couple i overplayed a uh this is the first time i've dipped my toes in the orange pool to try to get a little retros feel because like i knew I knew, I didn't know obviously which number we had, but I knew going against you, it was holder week. Like I really, I knew like where your spread on some of that stuff was. So I was like, I got to figure out some other angle I haven't been hitting. Cause like Gelt Wheel, it's nice to be on it, but like it's been rough, I think statistically every time. And so I was like, where, what else can I do? You know, and like that was where, you know, I think I made up three that we wouldn't have been assumed to get. So it was like just one of those things. Um, yeah. I, uh, I thought it was. I thought. I thought we had a good shot this week. Um, obviously, when the spread was equal in each game, that very clearly screamed that it was the same edition number in yep. both games. And given the spread, oh, oh fuck! I can't do math. I didn't even think that. I just thought, well, these are reasonably close. I didn't... <laughs> Damn identical. And then, <laughs> given that they were, given that our spread was two percentage points off from yours and I expected it to be much larger. I was actually virtually certain I knew exactly what edition numbers we were playing for. I didn't know what season, uh, what series they would be from, but I knew that the only way that the spread would be that close would be because of one particular. That's really good insight. That would, and that was 16s, right? These yeah. rows, six things, yeah. Esteban. That's really good insight. That makes so much. I didn't even like. I was like, "Oh, it's wild that they're so close." I was like, "I, you know what I thought?" I was like, "It must be like sixteen and 17. <laughs> I'm like that I'm such a dumbass. I, well, I'll tell you. I don't think. I bet if you pulled, you know, everyone in the grotto, that that was probably very common thinking. I don't think that you were in the minority on that. I would say we're in the minority for thinking about the spread in relation to the number until people listen to this. I think people will pay a lot more attention to it next week that have heard this and like actually try to figure out what what they're hitting on. And I think there's there's a couple wallets you could probably key in on to get that strategy, right? Like Yeah, I mean you need to have a baseline of expectation to understand, oh that's interesting. That spread isn't what I would have thought it would be. Mm-hmm. And then you need to understand where and why to look, you know, where to look and why it would be different from expectation. So, yeah, I I felt very confident that it was double those 16s. Now, I thought cold. we had a chance. I thought yeah. we had a chance because that was that would be our way to beat you, too, because we don't yeah. have no one has the inserts that you have and the monsters have. Uh, so I thought it was shaping up. That we might be able to possibly even, you know, take them both or split. And, you know, I think it actually speaks to how good the lines are that 
I, I'm impressed by it. <laughs> really, yeah, I mean, like, look, if it, both of them went your way. And I'm not saying other people haven't been unfortunate or whatever, but, you know, like, I can only speak to, you know, looking at our matchup this week. And, yeah, essentially the holder wheel being cold yeah. was what moved it. Yeah, I don't know if you guys can see my screen, but if any of these numbers jump out of something you want to discuss, um, you know, it just I'm on, I'm on cell phone, so I'm zooming in on an Excel sheet's not working for me too much. But if you want to point out anything, I'll zoom in on it. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. the only thing that really jumps out to me is um, you're not picking on the elephant men, but coming in 32 under projection across the two games is like a 140 percent uh, undershoot. So here's here's something that I think would have made it a lot closer. And uh, Crouton, you talked about and like obviously we're talking about our two teams because we matched up. This is relatable across the whole tree. But Crouton, you went pretty in depth last week on the who stands to gain from a baseline or an overdrive. Mm-hmm. And I think one easy call out because doesn't Orange double in overdrive or like because because like retro retro hits the top line right like he's going to get those four doesn't that turn into a possibility of eight or does it doesn't it increase something if he does it affect that orange at all or does it just make it to where there's more poles i can't remember i think there's just more poles okay so that would pay less theoretically Hmm? but he he would pay less yeah. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Okay, so that that's. But I don't, I don't think it like two X's. I don't think it was like you know the thirty-three wheel or the uh, quad wheel, in where you know there was like a multiplier effect. Or, yeah. You know, like, I don't think. But, I, but we should ask. We've only seen it one time, so yeah, and I, I could remember. I could be wrong, and I'm not a big orange guy, so. Right. I I do think yeah. I do think a, like if you get. 10 more draws on the holder wheel, like some names have gotten picked out and that like really pushes you in. I think, I think odds even out when there's more spins, right? Like absolutely. That's all all the, all the outliers pull out. So like, I think, and uh, you know, we were, and I know we were really close. I think we see that stuff pull closer to the line in baseline and probably pull back away in overdrive is like how that would probably have worked. Right. So, you know, if the addition size is smaller, it would lead to a more variant outcome. So mm-hmm. upsets would be more likely. It would be like, you know, in you know basketball, if instead of playing four quarters, the game was two quarters, it would lead to a wider range of outcomes, given that it's a smaller sample size. It's conceivable, you know, if, if, the worst place team in the NBA played the best team in the NBA that they would be up after the first quarter, but it's less likely they're going to be up and win the game after the fourth quarter. The longer that game goes on, the more likely it is that the better team wins. The more likely it is the more probable outcome, you know, rears its head, if you will. Um, so, and yeah, it's a place you see it in, in real sports, you know, and, you know, when a football team is, a big underdog, they're going to want to slow the game down, run the ball, chew the clock up. It leads to a more variant outcome, the less number of possessions the other team has. I think this is the exact same thing in in this, and that 
it's just more numerical and more mathematic and that the larger the sample size, the more predictable and consistent the outcome will be. And some teams should desire that and some shouldn't. Right. But I, but I do, yeah, I, it's, it's, it's interesting to see that play out. I do think a couple more spins like that holder one, especially like, yeah, yeah but I mean, like, alternatively, I mean, like, yes, it would translate to a larger addition size. And then by extension, people, so it's used this week where I had you know, like 137 of the 400 older slots. Um, right. <laughs> I would, I would have hit more additions likely, but not necessarily as a proportion of all available additions. Yeah. So kind of goes to, I mean, is that better? Is that worse? I don't know. Um, no. Is, is more and more? Sometimes. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I think we'll see that more will create some other mechanics to make them less. <laughs> yes, that's what I mean. Like, so yeah. Yeah, you, you, might, you might be better served having an addition of 100 and having 10% of it versus it being an addition of 200 and having 6%. I have no idea. I, I, right. I'm, I do not know any more about that than any of the guys on this pod. And threes obviously wouldn't speak to it either, nor would I ever ask about it. But it's a, yeah, I mean, like, it's interesting, right? Um, and we're going to find out. Um, I'm really excited about the, like, poor, poor, poor coders getting a new drop next to a new monster for me is always like a, no brainer, which I'm going to trend more to. Um, uh, but I mean, like both, both pretty solid. I, I wonder, I would have asked them, I think, I want to say that, that the coder is probably one of his, another one of his older works that are getting mixed in here. Like it's a really good painting, isn't it? I love it. Yeah. It's awesome. Like it, and it's like such a great, like I've worked with 30 of those guys because like <laughs> not to get too into details, I work in it. Like, I know that guy. I've fell asleep during presentations from that guy, you know. Like, and I've also had to call that, call that guy at 11 p.m. to save my ass on an issue, right? Like, it's 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 funny. Like, you know, like we get away sometimes from the snapshots of Americana. That's that's a snapshot of uh, Americana online, you know. Like, it's just yeah, Americana yeah. online, right? <laughs> He he supports five thousand hours free with that CD. Like, <laughs> um, I want to know. So, I want to know if that's uh, is that is that Margaret Hamilton's husband? <gasps> is it? A, it's got to be right. I don't know. Hamilton is a common last name, but maybe I mean, it's it a fucking first... maybe it's like a Jay Z Beyonce power couple in the coders community. Is that a brother sister possibility? Like I, I, I think it's, I think spouse. I think spouse is in the industry. That would be pretty. That'd be pretty cool. We can't see if he's wearing a a, a ring on that hand, so it's a real mystery. I've been I've been wondering. Uh, Actually, with the hand right off the edge of the border, there, it's kind of. That's like perfect. oh, what are we hiding? Yeah, that's yeah. so good. God, I wish Threes was on for that. No, I got and and what makes me think it's one of the like his older works. Yeah. I feel like the way the backgrounds are, like it just kind of reminds me of some of the one ones. Um, it looks, I agree, it does. It looks like some of his older 
one could of could be one, like so. one of the Sharpie involved works. Yeah, on some level, you know, it's funny you say that because I, I mean, it doesn't look like it. I'm looking at the sleeve and it looks like he's got a bunch of shades of gray in there. Yeah. But I agree with you, though, that and maybe it's just because it's so black and white. Um, but I, it, it does feel does have some of a, an older feel to it. Um. So I think I, I, I like the way it pops. Like it's one of those ones. It reminds me like it does. Like I said, it just reminds me of some of those one on ones. It, it's like kind of the. You know, it's fun that we get these different styles from him, right? Even if it's yeah more the modern, but like, I don't know. I think this pops. I think this has got to be my favorite coder that we've seen so far. Really? I think so. And That's he did awesome. mention this is like their older uniform style before they got that brown and yellow looking stuff that they had going yeah. on. In the background, that looks, you know, pretty old. Yeah, the, not Steve Hamilton, but the guy behind him. That looks... You know that doesn't look very contemporary, you know? Yeah. It's pretty right. cool. You know what else the one behind him reminds me of? Is there's one of those uh, in Grotto made, uh, you know, pre-peepees. Like, one of the first, like, people making stuff kind of like his style. There's one with a guy with his bat on his shoulder that's smiling. It almost seems like it's that guy in the background. I forget who that was. Is that Elmer Vallo? Um, I don't know. I'd have to look. I Not being on my computer to do some of this is killing me. Um, you pointed out, I think, Luch, that this is also a miscut card. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I didn't know if that was like a style of the day, like, because it, it is kind of fun to have like an off-center card, but now it's really cool to take something like a miscut and make it, you know, and work within that framing. Yeah, it's, I think this is, I was just looking through the coders that we've had minted so far. Yeah, I think this, is, this would definitely be my favorite if we're not. Obviously, threesies would be my favorite, but I'm talking of uh, bases. Threesies um, has to be every, everybody's favorite coder. Come on, right? <laughs> but you know, of the of the base cards, I'm talking about not not, not the series one. Uh, I love I love my weird science guys. Um, I forget what name is on the cards. You know, the bra on the head crew. Um, mm -hmm. That's just such a fun reference for me. Um, I'm failing the quiz right now. Uh, help me out. The dude with the mustache, one of the chase cards, like 12 or 13. Stoddard? What was the name? Are you thinking of Tim Stoddard for the coders? Stoddard. Stoddard. Yeah, yeah. So, like, Stoddard, I think I've mentioned this before, reminds me a lot of my dad in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> Probably a lot of people's dad in the 80s. <laughs> and so, like, I think like that lines up, but the, he's definitely up there. Hamilton's mm -hmm. definitely up there at the top. But like Coders is such a fun series to me, and it's like, it's like it really is a lot of the normal made extraordinary type of things. So, uh, I agree. Yeah. So that was that was cool. Obviously, the the game seven card, yeah, you know, was also fantastic. Kids just pulled it up here for us. Milt Wilcox. Nes yeah. Nesferatu, what's his name? Nosferatu. Nosferatu, yeah. Uh, Count Orlock. Um, so I believe it was talking to Tex the other week on Twitter or text or something. We were kind of going through a few of the still wants. Mm. And I think with him, like I've definitely pegged uh I've pegged Nosferatu. No, I've like in my list, like Nosferatu is one of the ones I wanted to see. 
there's some of the other i'm really happy like that was one of my big questions and you know and three's just talking about like the don't get caught up in the years and stuff like I'm, i was really happy when we broke free of the timing just to know that all bets are you know like anybody could be in play and there's a couple others i would you know like if he wanted me to put names in a hat who i want to see like you know, there'd be a couple more in there, but like Nosferatu, I didn't know with us already bringing in Blackula if we do another vampire. Um, but I'm really happy he did, especially like he's got a personal story about it, right? Like here's he, here's what he said. You know, he talked about going. He was in Spain and saw it with uh, you know, with an organ playing, and that's as close to seeing the the way it survived than anything. Cause I mentioned it on LFG and like, there's stuff you can go out there and read about it, but like, uh, Stoker, I think it was his wife or daughter. I can't remember who, you know, like just fucking look it up yourself, <laughs> but like his estate, you know, it, the book's only 30 years old at this point, And the movie is a copy. Exactly. Not even copyright of, of, you know, the story. Right. So, you know, guy goes to count Orlock, make a real estate deal. Orlock follows him back, you know, runs through the, the, the women in the town and all that. Right. So it was ordered destroyed, but film reels had already left country lines. And, you know, over a few years, it was found that this some existed and they were able to keep the movie alive, but it almost did not exist, you know, after those first few showings. Um, so like, I think it was a reel in Spain that was used, so it's kind of cool for him to have that connection. Now I may be wrong, and let's just say it's cool to see it in Europe with a, you know, with a organ. Um, you know, check your if you've got some like revival movie houses. Uh, you might always see like if around Halloween they're doing one of these. Ours, we have one that has an organ and did a live performance of the music, showing it last Halloween and does it every year. It's really cool. Uh, movie holds up. Um, some of the detail he was pointing out here is like when you watch the movie, his arms are really long. So he really liked having the arms so long it's out of frame and then pulling the ball back up. Like that's, that's pretty sick. Like everything about him, like, is that spooky in the shadow? Like it's, you know, it's a, it, it looks like a black and white character brought into, you know, color in the background and stuff. So I'm really happy with how one of the, uh, what I'd call a checklist item turned out for me. I love it. It's really good. It's uh, <laughs> some some really uh, incredible uh, pieces we were playing for this week, no doubt. Yeah. The way he's gripping uh, that ball, I love. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he's got those, like, those claw hands and stuff. Um, yeah, I'm lucky enough to have gotten five of those and only one of the coders. Um, so... I'm hoping to probably even that out along the way. I'd like to get two chases if possible. That's kind of where yeah. I'm sitting at the moment, but figure that out down the line. Sure. So let's see. Um, we are officially halfway through the season. We know that. Um, subs have earned a, a buy. Well, we've got one more game. We have the remember the there's one more week where it's not a doubleheader. Right. Right, right, right. But so I think very that, close. Well, let's but I think that it wasn't the tiebreaker. I think it's it's I think isn't the first tiebreaker um total hit. So we could enter the tie monsters could enter the tiebreaker conversation. Mm -hmm. Um 
Yeah, we you, would need you and X's both could if you both won. Depend, I mean, if you, unless you're matched up, we need X's to drop another. We need subs to have two losses, and then we'd be in the talk. Well, but we, there's only one game. Only week. one game. Right. Yeah. So we need X's lost two this week, so their record is even. We don't have a tiebreaker with them. Subs are still a one-loss team, right? So yeah. the way I'm reading yeah. this is unofficial. Subs are seven and one. The X's and Monsters are both six and two. Right. What I'm saying is Monsters need a win. Right. X's need a loss. Mm-hmm. Subs need a loss, and we're in talk. Yes, right. you but and the subs I... would be together. That would be, and like, this is a very focused point of the podcast, right? Like, I'm saying, screw you guys, you should lose. No, I'm, but what I'm saying is like, there's still one game and there's a lot to figure out, is what I'm getting to. It's like, it is not decided. No, um, ball is in the subscore, is what I meant to say. Yeah, Ball's X's, in there. X's could be in that talk, I think, still on the tiebreaker. Have they played the sub straight up? Yeah. Or is that okay? That's who gave them the loss. Okay, so subs and X's, subs would have their tiebreaker. We need X's to lose so we can get in the conversation. Well, you, I mean, you really just need this. If the subs win, there is no tiebreaker. Yeah, right, right, right. So it doesn't matter what the X's do, and it doesn't matter what you do. It really only matters. Oh, I mean, you need a win. We need but a win. You first, need the subs need to lose to be the first thing that needs to happen. <laughs> right. But yeah, it's, uh, I don't know who they play next week, but that'll be uh, that'll that'll be worth worth keeping an eye on for sure. So besides the free agents who went forty three percent over, obviously they were booked up for four and they hit ten, so that was in, insane. But second to that was the subs with a thirty seven percent overshoot, so twenty two extra shit. hits. So I'm not sure if they have it in in their stores to to win the next, but who knows? I mean, man, I tell you what. You know? uh, you know, I, I, they're they're a fun team to watch. That's that's a good group of guys. Like everybody is right, but like it's uh, I, I I certainly wouldn't count them out here. I'm, I if I was uh, gonna do, put an orange on a pick them, I'm certainly picking them for whatever their matchup is, unless it's me. Um, yeah, yeah. Even, even with an overperform the week before, I mean, you've just got a, a pretty good three, you know, top three lineup there, and then everything else is being run. You know, shut up. Shut up, yeah. Fatberg leaving to uh, the team with J Tran. Like it was, it was funny, you know, when he was like, "Hey, man, I think I want to go do this with my buddy." It's like, yeah, that's what we're doing here. Like, go, you know, like kill it. <laughs> Good news. I just got a text from Threes. He said he's free, so I'm going to send him the link. Dude. What? Look at that kitchen. Us delaying. We're this is the uh, this is the on your left moment of Avengers Endgame. Was me joining, and then Threes coming through and. Yeah, for a little context, that we were supposed to start at one thirty, and me and Crouton got on. It was just going to be us two, and uh, we talked for forty five minutes, and then Luke showed up. And we were like, "Oh, maybe we'll start recording now." <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to see yep. uh, when three stops on. Though. And now look at that the whole the whole band's back together. Unbelievable. Right. We gotta I, we gotta ask him about Steve Hamilton and Margaret yeah. Hamilton. Well, and I and I guarantee it's going to come up to like. We'll see, you know, so I'm, I'm going to call my oh. shot on that, yeah. but it is fun to point out the uh, positioning and stuff. Like I, I, you know, until these get minted, I'm not doing my dives. So like, that's cool. Like I hadn't even like really reflected on it. Like I was on a call when part two was happening the other day. And like, it was like, 
Wait, what card do we even have here? Like, I was <laughs> discombobulated. Yeah, discombobulated it's, today. It's tough when, like, you know, it's been a couple of weeks now since, like, week one. So you'd have to, like, scroll all the way back in the bleachers to see the picture unless you saved it. And even if you just, did, yeah. it's from yeah, a distance. His, and yeah. it's, yeah, like, search, low quality. Yeah, so. you got to search his uh, search Discord for threesomes and then, you know, has image or something like that. You can yeah find it a lot quicker but the uh yeah it's it's looking forward to seeing these minted and, and distributed it'll be uh always fun to get a new piece in your wallet right yeah read through to the the description check out yeah. dates see how that kind of stuff lines up like that's what i'm really excited about and i've already kind of forgotten which numbers each of them are so i'd want to see like how they flow you know throughout the collection of each team and stuff so there's a lot still to unpack once we have them in the wallets so I'm excited about it. Um, I don't know. I just admitted someone. Okay. It says Queef Richards. Uh, I don't know if that's threes or not. <laughs> Could be anybody. <laughs> okay, you got me? We do. Welcome, Queef Richards. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what it shows? That's um, what it says. Yep. <laughs> okay, phenomenal. Um, here, let's see if I can do some video here. Hey, are you on a convertible? Maybe. Hey. Uh, yeah, so good, good. But I'm like, I'm going to take off of that because I think it'll get choppy on me. Who's the blonde? All right. Oh, no, that was the uh, the innkeeper. <laughs> so, um, okay. So uh, what do you guys, what have you been talking about? Catch oh, we were just having, we were having fun. We were just catching up on the paintings and talking about, um, you know, the week that was. Uh, now, do you now do you understand what it's like that somebody comes into LFG late? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to start at the beginning? We'll start again. Yeah. <laughs> now, one thing that I I pointed out is that Steve Hamilton, a coder, shares the yes. same last name as Margaret Hamilton. Interesting, and, right? And you know, his hand is out of the frame. We can't quite see if he could be wearing a wedding band. I suggested and proposed, and I'm not asking for you to comment on this in any way, but perhaps it's a power couple in the coding community like Jay-Z and Beyonce. You know what? I love the fucking community here. I love the grotto. I love you, Crouton. Um, first of all, I didn't expect anybody to pick up on that for a long time. So that we're already talking about it three days after the release of this painting is impressive. So I give you major props there. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was not, it was not a, uh, you know, spur of the moment choice to go yeah. with Steve Hamilton. Yeah. You, you don't need to speak any further to it, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm really hoping that they're just, uh, you know, taking over the world of computing couple, just total power <laughs> couple. Did I've been on mute this whole time? Um, yes. the throwing hand being <laughs> off frame, uh, that Crouton caught, like with a ring finger, not visible is just fucking perfection uh also i had some hand job jokes i was making about the convertible but like it's it's all past like fuck my mute well i'm i'm glad you're here i i i caught word in the group text that you weren't going to be on so excellent so you got have you been on the whole time or did you just get here i was 45 minutes late they had been stalling because they were trying to figure out how to carry the pod without us <laughs> so i got to join I, I my stuff's getting like 
I had a had a pretty major issue that can't wait, and especially with me trying to take a flight in three hours or whatever. And uh, it's getting finished up. They it's been figured out. So like I was, I'm coordinating some okay. stuff. Okay. Okay. Good. Like, it was Great. nice that it worked out. <laughs> well, I yeah. felt I felt bad that I I hit uh, hit crouton ten minutes before. And I was like, "Oh, you're on your own. Just come up with something." <laughs> because you you were going to be out. I was I was I thought I was in, but I didn't realize the situation. I just was at Frank Stella's studio and didn't understand the the distance that we're uh, dealing with here. So I had no idea. I I thought it like it was next door. So, um, but yeah, it's uh, I'm I, I love that you guys are are uh, diving into the paintings. Um, <laughs> What did what do we, what do we have to say about uh, Milt Wilcox? Well, well, real quick, Crouton. What else did you say about the painting about the coder? Um, what did I say? Sorry. Favorite. Oh, I did. Yes, I I, I think outside of threesies, you know. So I'm talking just coder base cards, not threesies. This is this is my favorite coder that we've we've seen yet. Wow. Now, why is that? Why do you love this one so much? And I, I mean, I love the painting. I, I, you know, especially if you go to the original card, like I, I went a very different direction with this gentleman's face, right? Yeah. So, you know, Luch put, he said this, he said this, well, it, it has a series one vibe to it. Um, so I'm not sure if that plays into the timeline, uh, but it looks like it's, it feels like a series one painting to us. Um, interesting okay i don't know if, if that uh if you even know what i mean by that i mean look for me you know i i'll take what i what i what i hear when i hear that mm -hmm. okay um that series I, okay i'm guessing that you guys are feeling that series one um sort of plays outside of the realm of the 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 series they correspond to well, I, I mean, I don't want to say that. I, I just meant, you know, as I look at the Tezos collection, mm -hmm. that would be my favorite coder. I'm not suggesting that three Z's in a series one isn't part of the team. Or, uh, no, no, we wow. weren't diving Okay, in. okay. No, I, I, I got you. I got you. I wasn't even um, getting into that. Just more talking, you know, this has been my favorite coder with the exception of three Z's. Um, that was, it had to that do with really like kind of, the background, right? Was like, yeah, we like the background. Uh, I feel like the the era in which the gentleman standing behind uh, our good friend Mr. Hamilton there, it feels like a uh, a bygone time. Um, okay, okay. Feels old. Uh, and the the misprint card that you or the the cut of the, the miscut. Card, yeah, yeah. That, I, you know, I like to do those. Cool. We've 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 had a few miscuts. You know, I mm -hmm. like to. I'm sort of drawn to them. It's funny because, um, and I know you guys aren't necessarily modern card collectors, uh, but they've been really demonized. Like the, the idea of, you know, everything is about perfection. Everything is about uh, the, the, the condition. Okay. Yeah, getting um, and, yeah. and yeah, and the fact of the matter is like, that ruins, that, that kind of ruins it for me. And the idea of, you're, you know, when you're collecting older things, I like to see a little patina. I like to see a little character, right? And that's like I purposely don't paint on 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 many cards that that are in top shape. Like I, 
if I if I and this happens often where I'll look at like say five five different copies of the same card um, before deciding which one I'm going to work with, I'll go for one that has a little more character to it. I do that all the time. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I, I love the miscuts. I love there. There's some that are slightly um, sort of like off center, like sort of tweaked mm-hmm. over to the side. I like those. Um, I'd say another thing yeah. that I really, I really like about this painting is, and I've told you this, you know, privately before too, is I really like the, you know, mints that you create that essentially you leave the background kind of as is, and then you integrate your painting into it. And it's like a painted version of Photoshop, as opposed to the ones, I mean, it's not that I dislike the ones that have a painted background, but it's extra. That's, this is interesting. I'm, I'm glad you're bringing this up because you've mentioned this to me, like you said, you know, privately, right? Yeah. Um, but I think it might be interesting for others to hear me respond to that. And and I'll tell you, um, there's this part of me that feels at times if I only work the 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 image, like the the, the principal image, the the player, that I'm almost shortchanging the rest of the painting. Um, which is strange, right? I mean, obviously, you go to my earliest work, it's strictly the, the original image. Um, and then as I kind of moved into it, I got a little more comfortable moving around it and stuff. And so, um, but this Steve Hamilton is, is you know, since last year. I mean, this is something I would want to say it's like three months old, right? Um, but it has a, a, an older feel to it, maybe. Um, but I also, you know, I've, I've said this on, on the pod a number of times. I do like to sort of mix it up and and within a series play with different styles and different approaches. Um, but I always, I, I, you know, it's I'd be curious what everybody else thinks. Do they prefer, what about what about you, Kitch and, and Luke? Do you guys prefer if I work through the whole thing or do you prefer like like Crouton saying like the, the Photoshop aspect of it? I'm not sure that I had a preference before Crouton brought it up, but... Now that it has been brought up, I would tend to agree with him. I kind of like the juxtaposition of like the actual background versus your painting next to it. Um, and this one, I think Crouton also mentioned this. It kind of felt like a, a Sharpie and whiteout one, right? Like an older painting of yours before gouache, you know? Um, Interesting. Yeah. Nice. It didn't pop out so much as the, the black and white. Yeah. Yeah. We And I know it is gouache. I can tell because there's lots of shades of gray in that sleeve but because maybe it is so black and white it has a sharpie and white out feel which i think also makes me feel that it's older yeah i mentioned this I'm, I'm, go ahead I, sorry I, I cut into somebody Were you oh, no, I, was just, I was just saying like i felt the sharpie feel too like that was yeah. what made me it was older oh very fun nice um I, I was staying uh, on LFG the other day, I think during the drop, right? That um, to me, it's important the element of it being a coders from 1964. And I wanted him to be, you know, very like I, I, I made their team colors just black and white. Yeah. Right. It's because um, they're coding in basic. Well, yeah. So, so it, it's very true. Basic comes from 1964. Right. Um, 1964 is when basic was invented. And so I did, I am, I am aware of that and I'm like playing with that a little bit, but, but I like the idea that the coders go from being black and white in the sixties to 
to like yellow and brown and like all of this like sort of neon look in the 70s when things sort of kick into gear form right um and then of course we margaret hamilton we see in 89 and there's reference there again when i've taken it back and so the play there was that if you understand like baseball especially when you get to this like mass marketing era that it's been in for the last 30 years or so they started doing this thing in american baseball where they would like reference like vintage styles and things they like bring back retro nights and they bring you know like whole uniform kits were, were designed around the idea of like referencing old ones and so i thought that by like 89 maybe they were even doing that so i margaret hamilton actually references these this like uniform kit that she's got going that we got going on with steve mm-hmm. hamilton in 1964. yep uh i'll toss my hat on the background thing um i really love both right like i think it depends on the on the person or on the card um mm-hmm. like what we're doing with it on that one uh like that would be one of those things where i i wouldn't want to see you and i know you won't but like pick a box to get into on it right yeah right. um i do think it leads to opportunities for your part to really pop like it is fun to see like that like on this one to see that old that unaffected old school look behind right. him but then it's also just as fun to have like you know old uh, bigfoot walking in the background and you know <laughs> stuff like that like right like there's somewhere it's well, and there's some that I really go in and, and really work out that background because I'm taking right. sometimes I'm taking things out, but other times I'm just like setting a different tone or a different feel to it, right? So uh, good, uh, good, uh, you know, throw a big RV in there, unless that RV was part of the original picture. I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, light everything on fire, like yeah, just like I think I think the the real answer to me is like. You know, some of those ones, it just tells you, like, if it's going to be part of, like, what's in there or not. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I just, uh, I'd have to, uh, like, I'm uh, the disadvantage right now is I'm doing this for myself and can't pull up like, right. some of the to, like, no, put I'm an example. But, but well, I, I mean, I, let's, let's, let's talk about uh, Milt Wilcox, right? In that yeah. regard, where Milt Wilcox, I've, I've left the background pretty intact. I, I changed his body shape a little bit so that there's like I, I did I did kind of recreate the background in, at times, but and I changed his head and everything. So so like there's parts of of the original photo. It's, I think that's a good one. Normally I'm not really I, I, I I'm fine with it, but I'm not crazy about like hey look this is a 19 you know 78 Milt Wilcox and this is a 1978 Monsters Milt Wilcox. Like I don't care about that that comparison but in that one i think it's kind of neat for you guys to hear because i have been sitting on that for a long time feeling like that's going to be my my cattle lock like like i just felt like he looked like he was coming up like in as an undead like like the way he hunched his back and the way you know in the actual photo he's like hunched over with his mitt in front of him and but he's like coming out of the darkness. And so I, I kind of referenced the original photo there more than I usually do, even though I completely transformed him. And so that's one where I just love the dark background and like the weird greenish hues that are coming out of some sort of light that it's catching behind them. Um, 
he's in a he's in a, a home Tigers uniform, which tells me that that is old Tiger Stadium, which is like this very cool old school stadium where like the backgrounds like if you were sitting in the the top row or the top rows of the lower deck, you were like forty feet under like covering, right? And so it's very dark stadium. So I like that it shows that way. And and it was just for me, it was one of those where um you know a lot of the monsters are mariners from the 70s and they're senators from the 60s okay um but i don't necessarily i, I know early on there was like talk of like oh okay, well this is the red sox and this is the you know it's not that i, I subscribe to that but i just for some sort of bit of, of like feel of imagining them as i'm painting them i'm imagining these players all on the same team i will sometimes use that same team but here I went Tigers completely out of, of the Mariners, Senators, you know, realm. And I just thought it, it worked so well. So I've been really excited waiting to show you that one. And then, of course, because it's such a recognizable figure, uh, I've been very nervous that, that you guys were going to be like, I guess it kind of looks like that. But everybody really, I think, enjoyed it. Especially it's, Nez. Uh, really? Well, Nez, Nez called him Nesferatu. Nesferatu. No, it wasn't Nesferatu. It was like Nesferatu. He was going for that, but yeah. Did you say uh, what yeah, year that card was? Like... Sorry about that. What's that? Did you say What's what that? year the the Wilcox is? It's a seventy-eight. Okay. Yeah. I was, I was yeah, telling them this was one of the big checklist ones for me. Like once, you know, when I think of the the whole range of movie monsters and stuff, and I was a little worried that you wouldn't touch a vampire again. Um, so I was very relieved and very happy with how it turned out. Well, here's the funny thing: because I'm such a huge Twilight fan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, it's the one the one genre that i've sort of dug into because i love tyler what what color uh gouache would you use for those glowing vampires and the twinkling dust around them i figured that's the whole reason why we had prisms <laughs> um team edward edward okay is that one it's one of my i thought tyler i got one of two edward and jacob Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Tyler's close to fuck enough, though. <laughs> it's a Tyler, Edward, and Jacob Cohen. And Connor. <laughs> Braden. Braden the vampire. <laughs> Jacob, maybe I should start doing more than 23 Orange Cohen. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, okay, so what... It, um, Let's talk about trash a little bit. I want you guys to talk through trash. Obviously, sure. I've made my 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 voice heard on the subject. Yeah, that's actually perfect. That's what we, exactly what we're going to talk about. We did week four updates, but didn't touch on that little wrinkle, which was trash can burning as well as trash coin burning. So twofold here. You guys want to start with the cans first? Sure. Um. You know, I thought, you know, Three's mentioned it, where pretty much everyone who is here and engaged in the grotto should have had two not trash cans. And 
you know, we had the opportunity to pick up trash cans and they weren't hard to pick up for a couple of Tez in the months and, and weeks following that. And they so, were 0.01 to begin with, I believe. Correct. And you could buy four of those yeah. and then you could get five through the form. Um, so you'd have nine and I believe it was four trash four cans you'd burn. Yeah. So you'd have two not trash cans and you'd keep one trash can. Um, and then if you wanted to go ahead and get some more, because all three cents yeah. have utility, you know, you would. And then, you know, we used people them. were giving them away for yeah. tests yeah. very early on. Oh, yeah. So he had a lot we of people did. outside of the grotto with those in their hands. So they were right. quickly ready yep. to yep. give them over for a test. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we did that. And then obviously we used them for the, the Flames of the Maccabee event. And, you know, here was another chance to use them. And if you had your not trash cans, it reduced the number of burns that you had to do. You didn't have to burn the not trash cans. It was just a hold, which was cool. I like things like that. I think that's fun. It's a cool, cool sort of reward for people who have kind of done it the right way. Um, I, I, I saw went, one. Uh, I saw one mention saying that they were, they were like astonished by uh, such a large addition. They were like, "This is the first time I remember such a large addition having folder utility." Is how they phrased it. I mean, the terminology is a little off there, but yeah, in a sense, even though there's 300 plus of them, you know, we yeah holders. You didn't have to burn them. You didn't have to do any of that, right? You were able to to capitalize on them. Yeah, I, I think that kind of stuff's fun. Uh, different levers to pull. Um, now, I was surprised to see the number of people that were going out and buying not trash cans. I will say that, um, especially as you kind of think about mechanic, um, they're probably, I mean, let's remember you could buy a trash can for 25 Tez and holding a, you know, two or three or denominations of, you know, think number of divisible by three of the not trash cans reduced the number of trash cans you had to burn. And obviously you'd get to keep the not trash can too, but, you know, seeing people, you know, rush to buy those for the first time in, you know, these were minted last July and, you know, suddenly having tremendous interest in them at the cost of reducing your burn by one trash can that you could buy for 25 Tez is, yeah, I, I think I think one of the things that you could signal that like I'd be curious, like I'd want to go through the list of who did buy on the fly. Um, if you had one, it could make sense. I understand that. But, you know, well, well, not even that, but like just the idea of um, maybe you're newer. Maybe you didn't think about it at the time. Like we know everyone turns into goldfish on some of these items. But like anytime there's something that you realize oh, this is something that might come around again as well. Might as well jump on having it. To... Yeah, but I mean, won't all threesomes come around again? Yes, but we have seen that sometimes some are more of a burn and some are some of a, a, a multiplier, an accelerator or something. And so like, if you if you got the chance to add it to the war chest, you know, mm -hmm. sure. And like, especially anytime it's something that could be used and it's not going away that day. Maybe yeah. the next time they're all going to go, right? Like, right. and someone yeah, right now. I, I think you're right there. I think I think it's that feeling of like, well, look, I've 
I get to use it right now without giving it up. And keep it, right. And keep I, it, yeah. Yeah. No, and to be clear, I'm never, I would never criticize anyone ever for buying threesomes ever. I don't, I, I don't think it's a bad call, but you know, I, I thought it was interesting to see. I was, I was shocked to see seven, I think, Sal, wow. maybe six. That's a lot. I've had more than that, honestly. Okay. I'm curious the numbers of people who were like really here last summer or ones that have kind of come in since that interim. And so they're using it as a chance to like, okay, I need these, you know, like. Oh, yeah. And of course that's, I get that. Uh, and then, you know, I always find that kind of stuff very interesting. You see who, who's trying to sell into it. And, uh, you know. <laughs> this is Crouton's favorite point though. is like, this stuff is going to come up. So like, maybe it's time to buy something that no one's talking about right now, <laughs> not buying yeah. it when the, the price is going through the roof, you know? I mean, I mean, look, we, we love, we love number go up and we love the rush into things and it shows that people are willing to spend and want to be a part of it. Right. But it does speak to this idea that, wait, are you only going to buy things when they get called in? Because that that's a very pricey approach. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're playing, but you're playing at a higher price than others are. Yeah. You're doing that. Yeah, so, there's a few yeah. times we tried to identify like, hey, these are things you would keep in your toolkit, right? Like, and, right, and right. you know, I don't know if we'd kind of covered these or not. Um, you know, back in the past, as far as like on 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 that tiering up there, I know internally we tried to highlight different inserts and what they were from and what it took to get them and stuff. And we've haven't done one of those sessions in a while. But like this is one of those like, yeah, you always got to think things that took things that are in the same line that took something else within it to get them. You right. know, we we not to not to say we know what's happening, but there is a trend we've seen of Godzilla in left field having more than Godzilla first study, right? Like or like dad to be mm -hmm. super naked versus clothed and things like that. So like as you can improve your tears and things like that you usually unlock some level of it. So like, if you're thinking of how do I get ahead of something, you know, and there's some of those you can target of like where there's been some kind of progression on it. I, I like that approach. Different. I think that's a good approach. And I think it's, it's also um, important to look at, you know, you're speaking to it there for the most part in situations like, like kind of a, like events, like a little mini event, like we had with trash, right. Where, you had the very, very cheap and expendable, the burn into it, and the lucky bastards, right? Um, which is the the, the the 77 trash pros, right? Like mm -hmm. that was that was you had to have participated along the way and wheel spin, right? Um, and some people got very lucky on it. But if if you look back at what these things were going for in the past, which is I think kind of what Crouton's speaking to, mm -hmm. you know, you were able to get as many trash cans as you wanted for less than ten tests, like as many as you wanted. You just you just keep putting those offers out, and people were taking them. You know, over a thousand offers were hit on trash cans. If you think about that, right? Um, and then on trash pros i mean jesus they were selling for or or, or the second one uh, trash number two not a trash can they were selling for 25 and 30 recently because you know people just 
wait for them. And the funny thing is that the first ones make sense that they, they, you just liquidated them um, because people were in a penny on them. Uh, but the other ones, like people had to <laughs> burn to get them. Granted, they only had to burn four pennies at the time. But we, um, I, I like to look at uh, uh, not a trash can as one of those things. If you're if you're a player and you're looking to the future, one of the things that, like Luch touched on, needed something. There's something to them. You had to do things to get them. But then people are are willing to discount that. I mean, we've had the trash cans have been around twenty and twenty five since since Maccabees. Like they haven't, they haven't gotten that. I was, yeah, I was going to say like back. Maccabees was their catalyst, and they haven't come back. Right, super they far. Come back. Yeah, you know, I, some some sold at like nineteen or something. I think that's about like eighteen, nineteen is kind of as low as they've gotten since Maccabees, uh, even when not called in. Right, um, but you know, you look at something like like not a trash can and it, there's elements to it. I, Crouton's always talking about it. What made up those that piece? What did you have to do to get that and keep that in mind? And I'm not, let me just say this, I'm not unaware, right? <laughs> like I, I take it very seriously. Um, when when pieces have been combined to make something, I'm aware of what, what all's in it. So if, if I could tag into that and something that... <clears throat> I know I've seen firsthand and, um, you know, we, we lose track of it at times and then remember it, but like the easiest example of that at the moment is guilt. Um, you know, when you talk about this, what did you like in like, look, I'm playing the guilt wheel and some of these things that I'm eating into it, you know, to make the combinations, it's like, fuck, what did I throw into that one to make it again? You know, to where you're like, you're seeing some of those go away, but I have more of those than some other people. So I'm playing the game with it. Right. But like, there's a lot of pieces of the different denominations of guilt that people are forgetting what they put into them and go back and reread the description. And when you're yeah, saying, remind yourself, hey, huh? Re yeah. Yeah. Remind, remind yourself what you, what was spent to get them. And this is me talking against something that serves me. Right. Like, Right. Whenever you think, hey, do you want to just split these up for me and do something different? Double check what it was you did to get them and think about maybe maybe um, skipping the short term use of it split down. And consider what it might be in the future. And this is this is one of the beauties of, of I feel uh, of how I've designed this. You're right. You're you're spot on. Major speaking directly to, to me, not oh, just no, to is. you. I've seen. <laughs> no, there's a I, lot. There's a lot. Yeah. There's several DMs that are similar. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of. Hey, can you change me out? But but here's the thing. This is this is the beautiful beautiful dichotomy here. Yeah, you're right. Look, you put stuff into that, and it was a, it, you assembled all this stuff to get the the combinations to get to your 33 to get on that wheel. Maybe maybe you don't want to do that. But the more people who think through that, then the more you maybe want to do it because it's a fewer slots on the wheel, which at baseline pays off pretty well. You know, baseline, 10 slots on that gelt wheel so far on baseline, 46 to 50 entries, pretty good. You know, if you're doing the math at home. Mm -hmm. And so so the more people that do sit it out because they go, wait a second, these 
what hey Kitch, off the top of your head, what's a three go? What did you have to do to get a three go? Couldn't tell you off the top of my head. Crouton, do you know? Orange, right? Orange. Exactly. It's an orange, right? Oranges are we just know. Oranges are like the they're either 19 tests or they're 20 tests. They're either 19 tests or they're 20 tests. I mean, talk about stability in the market. Oranges now have just settled in. That's what they are, right? And so, you know, you look at a three gelt, that's 20 tests. What were, what were one gelts? Judy's, okay? One and a half to five tests, right? And so, um, you know, it's... But then this is where I come in and I go, but what did you really pay for your oranges in Belgrado that still has them? Um, you know, 0.18. So, yeah, a, a three gelt costs you 0.18 if you've been playing all along. Yeah, it, it's, uh, it really is more just that reminder of like, you know, would you, would you, uh, would you trade three oranges to me? Or was it one orange for a three gelt, I guess? Yep, one orange for three gelt. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I think I'd, I think I'd trade three, uh, three gelt all day for an orange for a while here. So, like, you know, <laughs> right. After <laughs> one, drop his position down a little. I'm listening. Yeah, so but just, you're that, you're one of five. You're one of five people that got two for one. So right because of the gilt. Yeah, but right. most. Well, of them, I mean, that's a, that's the funny thing. A lot of these people right now <laughs> would trade their their Kiko three gelt for oranges. When it comes down to it, I think Tex has the best one thousand Tez ever spent on something. Because was was Godzilla one thousand or what did it come down? Uh, to? He paid he paid twelve twelve hundred on secondary. Yeah, I'd beg to differ. Maybe uh, Razor's purchase of the NFT yearbook might have been the best purchase. <laughs> uh, okay, well let me limit it to Tez, right? Okay, um, and I but I would say like my three thousand on Judy. Definitely gets in that talk. On Guild Guild of Judy for for twenty nine hundred, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's just a side thought, but no, but like just to get back to the topic, like the main one of the main things like people should pull away here is like remember what it took to get something, and when you start to look at like these these how to get ahead of something, how to get ahead of like that next trash bro multiplier, not trash bro thing, is is that remember where we came from remember your tears like i'm <clears throat> i know nobody's doesn't seem like anybody's rushing to dump off a daddy right now but like daddy's certainly not going to put put threes in a box for how he gameplay stuff but i would assume you know you want to get ahead of having other parts of the more of the higher tiers and things like that whenever you can before they're called uh, so let's talk trash coin. Yeah, let's talk the coin. Um, oh, yeah. So, you know, Luz, do you want to start there? Um, As far as, like, how it played out or my mindset? Um, I mean, anything you'd like to speak to on it? Yeah. Uh, so I had a pretty, pretty thorough, like, rewalk of my thought process on it with threes, right? Um, you know, the like like the overall point is is like whenever we just shuffle money off like what does that do for us and what would that do internally um i i try to not ab 
use like any kind of communication channel with three like i was telling them the other day like you know we we definitely talk occasionally during the season but i don't like try to run much past them because like we're in the middle of the board game right and so in my head i'm i i even like this is how i kind of outlined it i laid it out to him after it was like I was thinking the other side of the coin where we had played Pepe would be trash. And it would almost be like a commentary on ETH versus Tez ecosystems. And this would be our, our, our Tez shit coin versus Pepe as our ETH shit coin. Um, you know, also an arms race had already popped up. And like, there was a couple things I saw where like, I won't go into like, just on some of the other mentality on it, but it's like, it was just like that thing of like, of course you always want to get on a wheel, right? And like, I just, with it being uncapped, I thought the carrot was there to play ball, right? And like, there's not the first time where there's something to learn off it or we we're not quite getting the point, right? Um, so, so that was my assumption versus the reality is, Whereas Pepe had some stable footing at the time, even if it's gone down or up right now, I just can't look at shit coins at the moment. I think it still has value. Like trash is too much of a small ecosystem. We basically threw our money on a, on a sponge that got, you know, squeezed out immediately. So like the, the differences are there, but I just, I misread the room, you know, and I played the, let me throw, let me throw a little bit out of it for the fun of doing it on this new thing. And it's also, I've talked about my mental state on this shit before. It's really funny. Like I got, uh, like, you know, when you're playing like a slot machine and you like the music, it's not even about if you think you're winning or not. It was just fun to see big numbers coming back and being like, haha, that's 20 more draws, you know? And like, it was just like, I got caught in a little loop minute. So, you know, it, I think we all got the point out of it. And I think we'd all or a lot of us had missed the point. Um, you know, there was never a second thought of like wanting to use what I had and just toss it into the mix and like see what he's cooking up with it. Uh, but I, I just misread the goal. So like, that's, that's my overall summary, I think on it. Yeah. I mean, just responding to that. And then I'm curious to hear, uh, get on, but, um, you know, maybe because um like you're saying i mean i read that th this is not a viable point i mean this is not there's no store of value to this in fact the grotto just gave them all the money they'll ever make in this thing right <laughs> um, in, 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 an, in like a few hours um they they totally like fed into that and it's funny to see the tweets of them celebrating like oh we made it and it's like well, <laughs> just watch what happens next. But, um, you know, Pepe, I did that because I saw it being um, a, a potential store of value and that I could deliver back, okay? It was, it was the Grotto spending money on Pepe, giving that to me and then my delivering value. I didn't wanna deliver value to uh, trash necessarily, right? I didn't, I, that, that wasn't what I wanted to do. I also, they gave it to all of us, which by the way, there's 7,280 holders of trash. As we uh, have learned from Valentine's, it's a lot of bullshit wallets, 
right? Um, and and it's like comical that they're even going to pretend like those, you know, that it was sent out into any sort of real ecosystem. Okay, um, but I'm going to be honest, and I, I I think I said this. I twenty seconds into announcing it, you know, with Blue buying it, and I'm like, oh shit, okay, you guys are going to do that. Fuck, like it was not. I hadn't planned for that. I didn't expect, I was like, you guys, we kind of, it already was like a conversation in the grotto of like, this is absolute junk. Like here, let me do something fun. And so I was, I was sort of broadsided. And then of course we can do it. It's like, okay, it's happening. And sure, go ahead. You're going to do that, do that. But I, I, I like got to a little pivot. I, I know on the side, there's like, there's been times where you've made sure to mention like, hey, this isn't something you should, touch or do or whatever and like you said i think it's like it all moved faster than that talk and so like yeah i just kind of got lost in it but like i did i did like the pivot i thought you handled it well um yeah, yeah like it's, it's tough, right because what am i i mean am i supposed to say no blue what the fuck are you doing you can't do that i can't chastise him the moment he's done it and then other people start doing it and everything but i saw so many that i was just like hey you guys are literally just throwing money away you don't need to do that like that's not you're that none of that helps this ecosystem because what I'm getting in return is worthless, right? So it's not even like, oh, well, you're gonna pay me that way, and then I will deliver value. So, um, but what, what do you what do you think, Kitch? Because you you immediately were like, you saw the form, and then you like move stuff from your other wallet, which was a no no. Yeah, so I was a uh, an adjacent to a bad actor move on my part, um, <laughs> moving trash from my vault to my main. I did not claim that vault wallet as there are no threesomes in there. Um, not making any excuses for what I did. Obviously, it's not something that I should have been doing. So I felt quite fine throwing my 34,000 trash right into the trash can and being blacklisted on that wheel. I, I deserved it. So um, it's a learning <laughs> well, let me, situation. Let me just, yeah. Let me just let me just say what a what a simple way where nobody gets hurt. Okay. To learn a lesson. To yeah. to, to remind people like, hey, the reason that we do this is because. It would keep anybody from ever gaming it. If you imagine that somebody offloaded 50,000 fucking inserts, okay, and then comes back in, I'm talking in the future, right? Especially in the and, age of spreads, because right, that would exactly. be a huge no-no. Exactly, exactly. So and for me, it was just, you know, there was no malice there. I thought it was kind of funny that like four of you were like, all right, well, you guys broke the rules there so let's 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 highlight that because it didn't didn't cost you anything you all like had received this fucking airdrop anyway right that's worthless like i saw everyone mentioning this you know people were lists were black and people were red i was like i must have missed that link completely i knew i was blacklisted because of what i did but i did not have access to that uh spreadsheet so i was like what is everyone looking at here <laughs> you were like, "Come on, guys! Black is cool. Like it's just a color." It's a I want them to cry, guys. Uh, yeah, and 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 uh, no, it was. It, meanwhile, like others were extremely mad at their corresponding color. Uh, as Eli Trainer and I got into it for ten minutes. <laughs> That's a good LFG. Go back and listen. I think everyone uh, came away with a, a newfound understanding of why we do things the way we do in the grotto 
And it's, it was all just meant for fun. It's like, Hey, you had all this trash dumped on you. I'll take it from you and give you a spin on a wheel. No need to spend any money on it or do anything shady just for fun. And, uh, we kind of went a bunch of different angles with that, but what's, we what's your, what's, what's your two cents, uh, which is exactly what all of my 9 million trash is worth, by the way. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I, I didn't, I had 23,000 and change and just threw 23,000, uh, to you. I didn't, uh, didn't buy any, I didn't, you know, move any, um, I just sort of viewed it as that stupid thing that we got and a thing where it could be kind of fun because essentially everyone had the same amount minus voxel junk um, because he's a, you know, an artist and he's plugged into that, that networking community. Uh, what color so did that make you on the spreadsheet? I was green. Green or good people. Okay. <laughs> no, green just meant you were given an amount and that's what you sent in. And you sent in the, like as much, as much as you had. Yeah, you sent right. it all too. You didn't like hold yeah. any of it back, thinking it might yeah. pump or that you might give a shit and care yeah. about it in the future. Um, right. So that was what I did. I just pushed it all in because um, I didn't. Well, what was your? What, um, did you have any feeling one way or the other on sort of the the way it unraveled? I mean, I like Luch's well, take, which is you know, and and I'm, yeah. I'm aware of it, you know, and it's, it's why I I didn't like come down on anybody i didn't want it to be that i just wanted to be like ah you guys kind of misread this and now we gotta yeah i mean look it wasn't lost on me that one could buy a lot of it for very little i didn't choose to do that um i didn't want to contribute to you know the arms race essentially and just you know plowing a thousand entries into a wheel and knocking everyone who kind of did it as I thought was maybe to be intended the way that it was in, you know, meant to be, uh, it would render their hits, you know, pretty, it would make it impossible for them to hit essentially. Also, um, you know, I mean, like the whole point was, you know, I get it. Like, I understand that everyone wants your paintings and they want to do anything they possibly can to get them. I'll, I'll never, you know, give anyone a hard time about that but you know you could have actually just bought threesomes paintings with that money first and foremost or you could have bought something like three penny like you mentioned which we all know is how you pay for threesomes paintings instead of you know paying a bunch of kuans you know because who the hell would take the time to list i mean (laughs) You know, like you got to think about it. Like, you know, every person had between you know like nine thousand and twenty thousand, and then you know, that was worth sixteen cents or something. Like, who would even take the time to list that on QuipuSwap and or you know pull it from all of their wallets? Pull it right. You'd have the to you have multi multi wallets and then yeah. go and make all that work to make four dollars, right? Correct. Um, and I like, um, like yeah, yeah. I have no desire to pay anyone like that out these are the people who are in the tezos ecosystem and are you have do not care about the grotto not are part of not a part of the grotto or if they are they're absolutely not grotto material and you know um the people that are selling it i mean and you know i just um one yeah, thing one thing also good. Yes. That, that i want i want to point out okay um 
specifically to to Blue Orgy and, and and Eli Trader and you know Luch and I had our conversation about it and and um nobody I don't believe anybody was acting nefariously right it was it was excitement and over exuberance and maybe and, and sort of missing the read on what I was what I was really saying right um but it was it was very much um in the in the spirit of like participation and getting excited and everything and it's where you know sometimes it's where i had to step in at noon on tuesday and, and be like, or, you know, or whatever it was and be like okay let's let's put an end to that just because it could it's the sort of thing where like well one guy's doing it one guy's doing it one guy's doing it we keep doing it and then just like well why are we doing that if we had just spent 1700 tes on three penny uh, we'd all just be in a, a better spot right um but by and i thought that they both handled it very well um given that you know it's sort of a public you know, i didn't really admonish it but it was a public you know recognition that they did something that i wasn't really driving with and and it just genuinely i love the way both of them handled it and stood up with it and and um and the same goes for every single person that was on a different color, you know, like you're talking, Kitch, like, okay, you moved a thing and it's a good lesson to learn thinking about other things and the reason that we do things the way we do them. Um, but it wasn't, you know, this was the perfect moment to go like, okay, so you're not on that wheel. So you're not on this. So, so you only got one wheel chance out of four because you decided to hedge. And and look, I I even am somewhat flattered by those who were like, well, maybe Threes is going to do something here, and this is going to pop. You know, I mean, it's not a horrible thing to think that that maybe I was going to turn that trash into further treasure. So I get it, but it just for what we were trying to do, it sort of gummed it up. Well, the, uh, 180 left Threes. What you going to do with it, man? Uh, <laughs> I nothing. <laughs> Like, like literally my hands are tied. I can't, um, I can't sell it. Okay. Can everyone who's literally. got leftover just send it to you? So you're just a massive holder. I, I, I think it'd be kind of fun. I did. I mean, I'll send you mine right now. I still think if you do Christmas shopping again, that's, that's where it comes from. Just for whatever the trash crap is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, there's something to be said and, and look, I, I like the idea that they did a little project that they didn't really think through again i'm sorry but sending it out to seven thousand wallets in the test that right there should be the stop okay stop guys we're we're going to distribute this to criminals <laughs> like like let's stop i mean and they all know it's not like these these people that are, are at the forefront of trash don't know what i did with valentine's they know very well what i did with valentine's to, to prove that point and they're aware of it conceptually and so to me, it's like, wait, you already made that misstep. And then, you know, I have, I have more than anyone. <laughs> so. so, and I mentioned it to you and like Chris Houghton pointed out the like buying other stuff, my thought process, like to like one more part of my thought process was like, we saw the time where, you know, threes gave out some of the shig fish he made, right? And then all of a sudden people were buying shigfish. And that was one of those like quick throw the boot down, like, guys, what the fuck are you thinking? Like you're buying something ridiculous. There's a small subset of these that I gave value to. It's like, or it's like buying goddesses that aren't girlfriends, right? Like it's another right. example. 
And like, to me, the difference here had been the thought of it being a fungible coin. But, you know, once you talk to someone who's a little more logical about it, threes, you know, and realize the, both the politic part of it and the functional part of it of like, A, I can't sell this and B, what the fuck would it be worth after everybody noticed the liquidity pool had value and pulled out. Like, it was just, there was a couple of things that like, in my head, the logic added up to like, okay, this is still giving something to threes that's usable. It's not like, you know, us all giving them a John like to burn or something, but like it, it just didn't add up here. And it's one of those things like our job here is to kind of like make sure that conversation happens to where people give like two thoughts next time, you know, like, yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, I hear you there. And, and, and I, I can see it. Like I said, I mean, I think, I don't think a single solitary person was being malicious in it. You know, there was no, nobody being nefarious. Even the ones who were like, well, you know, hold on to just a little bit. Um, we're doing so because they're like, because I trust in threes. And that's not a horrible thing, right? I just don't, I just never want ever to put you guys in a position that you're in, in an effort to support my work, that you are throwing money outside of the project, right? Like, and that's, and, it, it, and so maybe that's that one little lesson here is, is is that that I wouldn't have I wouldn't have put that call out because then you're just throwing it on it. So to people that were like in concept, like those are not those are the people that actually have ruined the test ecosystem. They got that money. Yeah, I I love the idea. You know, I wish we could have just done a clean run through it, but I do think it's one of those things it's like it's good that we got it this time, you know. Oh and totally, got, totally. Yeah. So I just yeah, yeah oh, I'm, was, believe me, I, I'm really glad that, like, it wasn't um, a Pepe rug pull situation or something where everybody had all this stuff, wasn't able to use it, you know, and, and whatever. And, and even there, you know, I would always make good on it. But I'm glad that nobody, you know, anybody who is exposed still who didn't just send it all to me, uh, they're, they're okay. Even one yeah. Will Willie, the six, the $6 that he spent that he still holds, I think he'll be okay. <laughs> Well, and I agree. I, I don't think anyone had any malicious intent, even the people on the blacklist. I, right. I didn't interpret it. I didn't interpret it at all. If I had someone that. on the blacklist, I'd cut them from my team. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's just because you want to cut everybody from your team. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, you know, you're just trimming costs where you can. No more, no more clubhouse snacks. Uh, you put a put a you know coin operated uh, Coke machine in the locker room. <laughs> well, and and you know the the final thing is you know I know we spent uh, I think you know about seventeen hundred yeah dollars on on uh, collectively as the grotto like purchased an additional seventeen hundred dollars of it and what is it worth like five hundred bucks now for you. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's and like it's again not that, not that you and, could sell it, but even it's just. I mean, that that money is just gone. We just pissed twelve hundred dollars yeah. into the wind. And, and I know funny that, enough, that you mentioned Kuan did not participate this week mm -hmm. because I think he was too busy with his his like uh, arbitrage moves on trash. Selling so it I to the grotto. Too too busy. <laughs> He's selling it all to the grotto. Yeah. And I was, you know, at some level, like this thing of like, you know, pissed it in the wind for some random shot. Like, that's like the funny thing is, is like that's kind of crypto, but it's not usually threesomes, right? Right. right. Like, right. There's a, yeah, there's a very true. Right. 
Yeah. Very true. I think that's a, that's a good way to look at it. And and again, it's <laughs> even where some of the lesser experienced Grotto may kind of feel like, oh, well, threes is saying, like, so we trust in threes. Um, and it's just one of those things where I'm going to say, again, like, I'm never going to have you give your money away. If it's stay, if you're you're buying it on secondary from somebody who's left this, it's still sort of in the ecosystem. You know, it, it's it's revenue generated by this project. It's it's all of that. And um, but I'm never gonna have you just throw your money away. Well, and then the final thing I'll say about it is uh, you know, everyone who uh, you know has some some leftover, i.e. not enough from uh, you know to, to round up to a thousand or whatever. Yeah, I say I say just kick it over to threes. Let's uh let's let's push him up that uh let's give him more <laughs> trash. Uh also if you have you know less than a thousand trash, I mean if if thirty thousand of it was absolutely worthless, then four hundred of it is I mean it is not even worth the cost of sending it to him, but we should do it anyway. I already did. Uh so I have I have zero trash in my wallet now. Uh anyone who's listening out there who has, you know some some spare i'd say kick it over to threes and let's let's uh let's make him a, a real uh real force in this so <laughs> i it's funny i i i saw one tweet about it okay um that like they the screen grab of me having eight million and change right and and so they're aware but they're not talking about it i'd like them to talk about it honestly I have to to answer Crouton's call. I have like six hundred worth, and I'm going to clutch it just in case you make it the best coin ever. <laughs> Good play. Let me let me put it this way: If I figure out a way to turn trash into a dollar a coin, I will distribute everything that I have to the entire group. <laughs> Minus my 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 fee of which I have right now five hundred and fifty dollars worth. <laughs> we gotta surpass that at some point but... this, is, this, this is the classic dumb and dumber so you're saying there's a chance, there's a chance. i like the idea of um, it in 98 cents and you're like sorry bitches i promised a dollar i'm out and just transfer it all <laughs> we never saw him again um next week is going to be interesting we only have one game remember the days when we would play one game at a time uh, yeah, before time, the long, long ago. Yeah, and so um, I'm curious how many DMs or posts I'm going to see where people are going to say, "So my burns count for this weekend, next week, right?" Yeah. What percentage of the do. grotto? Of course they do. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. And operate under a set assumption. Well, that's good for me. So I'm going to assume that it is the way that it is. <laughs> uh, please, uh, I'm only going to send you 50 tests this week because it's yep, working. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Can I burn half a participant? Yeah. Uh, come, come, come week uh, uh, six, right? They're going to hit us with oh, our recent participant. Like I said it last week. The last one, so like I'm good, right? And um, sadly, most it, of the people who are going to make that mistake won't hear us clarifying it here today. No, they really? do not. That's the fun part. That's the funny part, right? That Venn diagram is um, a circle. 
Oh, yeah, that's that's why it's fun. Because when we see it in the bleachers, we can all shake our head and go, "Oh, put them on." I'm just gonna be kids. Let's create a rule. They don't listen to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Want to know how I know you didn't listen to the bot? <laughs> One, you don't know my um, soul is empty. Two, you didn't know about the price. <laughs> uh, I did. I just didn't catch that part. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I was, I was mowing the lawn. <laughs> Classic. I like the days when I'd be like, uh, "Code word is banana." I want to see a banana emoji if you <laughs> listen to the pod. <laughs> um, but no, it's. I think uh, it's going to be interesting. Um, this is one of those things from a strategic standpoint. First of all, we have a three-way race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. We got we got the subs in first place, and the monsters and the and the X's have a a shot. Right. So we we were talking about that a little. Is the first tiebreaker total hits? What's the first tiebreaker? Head to head. So head to head. If, okay. Yep. Interesting. I'd have to go. I'm not familiar with exactly who all the subs have played outside of obviously the two games against us. So I'd have to go look at that. But, you know, it's it's the subs. The ball is in their court. If they win, there will be it doesn't matter what anybody else does. So it'll be uh, we'll be watching that one with bated breath. Uh, And I know that, you know, all of these records are unofficial, but um, I think it's pretty official that the NFTs are not in contention for the buy. Uh, But again, unofficial numbers. (laughs) So so you're saying there's a chance. So, (laughs) I mean, there's there's not not a chance. (laughs) You said Um, they were unofficial. So I'm still thinking we are in the mix. Always angels in the outfield, baby. So, yeah, I, I think it's going to be, first of all, this goes down as, wait a second, now the coders decide to band together and, and like play spoiler? Like, the coders, by sweeping the X's, put all of this into motion. And they, I mean, who expected that? Of all the teams to finally come together and... and On the pick them, I might have expected that. I think I did pick them doing that. Um, no, nobody, nobody on the pick'em, uh, nobody did. That was, we, we're not even close. The pick'ems have been great. We, week one, we had, in fact, I, I need to post those. I want to, um, Dukan's going to stumble on it and he's going to walk out of the season with like 40 base cards and like 600 <laughs> oranges from the two different pots of like, When you you really dialed into the project, that kind of stuff happens. But here's the funny thing. Like, and let's let's speak about this a little bit. So Cinderella season for the X's, we know that. Okay. Nobody saw this. Nobody expected this. And yet they the subs, I mean, came out swinging. But the X's didn't necessarily. The X's, I think, thought, well, this is our game, and we're like unstoppable we don't need to make any adjustments when you have an x's lineup that is very orange heavy okay very orange heavy how are you not rallying the entire team together to go 
Paul Lawrence's. And and they didn't. And so I think, you know, it was not a runaway against those coders. They could have, you know, one or two extra hits puts it very close. And and I think that the, you know, nobody expects the coders to do that. Were they were they slow playing the coders? I don't know. But I think that they've had a hell of a first season and it should have been a lot better. I mean, honestly, I think what we saw though, Celador came back to earth. You know, he, he had some major wheel luck in the first three weeks. Uh, didn't really have it in this one. Um, and then they didn't really take advantage of what I think their strength is. Props to the subs. Uh, coders, hey, they're not horrible and they don't have a, a really tough baseline, you know, in that sense. I think I think they, they played a good game and I think it, it should open up the ground to like what happens. Like you can't sleep on anybody. You can't really, really take take anybody for granted as you're playing. So I'm, I'm just excited to see what next, next week holds and how everybody's going to play it. Looking through the matchups, the subs have not played the exits no. or no. the monsters. So those could be potentially two of the matchups that puts it a little more of those two teams in the driver's seat as well. Where it wouldn't just be the subs let me, with their own destiny, you know. Let me take a look um, and see who we have them up against. Oh God, this is official. This isn't. This is official. This will be an official announcement for the week uh, five matchup. And of course, you'll play the same team in week five and week six, single single uh, games. And I'll that's tell you after right now. How many weeks break for All Star? Monsters playing the free agents. Subs playing the cat moms. Participants NFTs, exes elephant men, and cardinali coders. So the subs play the cat moms. Not a pushover. If they continue to play their way they've been playing. Meanwhile, the monsters have the free agents. The exes get the alpha men who have severely. We might get our dick slayed. Uh, it's been a hit or miss over there. Ewan is the one that did it this week. That was insane. Yeah. Ewan, three for three and three, three hits on each game. Uh, major three in a row. Hits. Three in a row yeah. on the bulk. Back to back to back. Yeah. Back to back to back. Yeah. And I mean, ballpark. On the holder wheel. Oh, is it holder? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Uh yeah, that's, yeah. Don't expect to see that. Substantial holder. I will say that. So with us playing the participants, it's a battle of the bottom, I believe for us next week. Usually that's a sub (laughs) hill to die on, but yeah. Yeah. How about subs uh, on the top? Battle of the bottom. Battle of the bottom. (laughs) I think I think about half of the participants' team are former NFTs at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wrong. Um, well, look, it'd be interesting. I think, gosh, the subs, cap, moms, what a matchup! It's going to be the primetime game. Yeah, yeah. So, certainly a lot riding on that one. So, yeah. Cool. Well, we kept this one under two hours, which is our promise to you listeners out there thinking well, it was going to be me and Chris. Uh, 
any updates on the on the gallery show or anything else you want to pop on there with threes or um, we... just the, that uh, 33s are invited to the vip preview um which will start an hour early swipe holders and general public uh eight o'clock so so 7 p.m for gallery and press preview or uh, uh, the gallery 33 and press preview do you know what the capacity on this place is or uh, 350. So close to being just on brand. Can we can we put like some stuff in a corner to where it brings it down to 333 or I you know what? I'm maybe we will cap it at 333. <laughs> can we just call so the fire marshal and be like, I don't know if they can handle it if we have a drink table out and just like <laughs> get the permits redone. Season eleven team fire marshals. All right, guys. I'm, I'm going to bounce. I'm going to bounce. I'm sorry I kept you waiting. Uh, great job. Um, I'm really excited for next next week. Like awesome. extremely excited. And, and uh, um, yeah, it was no questions. This, this, no questions again. No questions again. I wanted to say that. So thank you for saying that. Thank you for the way to way to engage, Grotto. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> How's our listening? You said the other day that our, our metrics are pretty high. July's been out of, out of the park. Um, it's kicking the shit out of the last like three months. So July's been good to us. Still not returning to pre left to focus on podcast levels. Uh, I think we'll get it right here. We're, <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's a correlation to my return to the pod. So January was real hot had a big dip in february came back in march and went real downhill basically march all the way to may june had a little pop and then uh july is gonna kick the shit out of june but we won't be yeah back i i made i made a, an appearance in june so yeah <laughs> i get it we suck <laughs> no that, that's upsetting because I, I i really appreciate what you guys do but um our listeners we'll, i'll incentivize very, it somehow maybe i'll just our, pay everybody to listen. have been very kind and, and responsive to it on the side though so they're 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 vocal at least. Hey, I think it's I think it says a lot that you guys are so good at it that they just there's no questions left. You've dealt with everything. That's right. That's how I that's how I interpret it. I agree. I think that there are no questions. So it's good. I would say from the sixty to seventy people that do listen, they don't have any questions. It's the people that don't listen at all that I'm sure are have plenty of questions. <laughs> yes, yes, they, they ask, they ask them during LFGs. They're the ones that ask them during drop days. <laughs> yeah, I hope they have their 50 Tez ready for next week and the week after. Oh, yeah. You know, Pro Habitat UK had some questions in the bleachers this week. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know that he listens to the pod. I think he tries to listen to it like most weeks, but maybe just doesn't get around to it every week. Occasionally, people come back from their cabins and ask if they're in good standing. I've been dealing with some AI girls or something. What did, I don't even know what he said. <laughs> right. That was, that was a good one. All right, guys. I'm going to run. Thank you very Thank much. You. See everybody yeah. on Monday. Thank you, Queef okay. Richards. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> See you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye.